in this episode a little bit. Um, we're using an interview base, I guess, um, online, and it seems to not work the best, but it's all we had at the moment. Um, yeah, we couldn't quite get a, a completely stable connection with the people we were talking to, and while most of their audio comes through, it does get a little spotty. Mm -hmm. um, near the end, we asked them if there was... A Anything they could hope for the future, what would it be? And it's really hard to hear what Max and Tabby say. Um, so I just wanted to really quick try and let you know what they said, um, what we were able to hear if you weren't able to. Um, so basically, um, Max and Tabby talked about... Uh, Wanting a future where everybody was accepted, and that's what we all want, right? Um, a, a place where everybody can be accepted, and it doesn't matter who you love or how you love. Um, and when it comes to, Max made a comment about how a lot of corporations these days will put up a pride flag for the month of June and then immediately take it down and be like, you know, uh, let's put that under the carpet. We don't want to talk about it. Um, so having you know, gayness accepted by not just your family and friends as normal, but as normal to the government, as gross as that sounds, but it's important. Um, and it, just to have it in integrated into everything because we are here. Hi, we should be involved. Um, but yeah, I just I just wanted to let you guys know that that is what they wanted, what they said. In case you weren't able to hear for the the poor quality in the audio. Yeah. Um, and even it might not seem like a revolutionary thing to say. Obviously, we should be accepted. We should be at the table. But it is an important thing to say because we aren't all the time. We're not most of the time. Right now, we get mm -hmm. a month a year to like be publicly acknowledged as present mm -hmm. but there's no actual agency yeah like there's you know there's more progressiveness in the media and in society but not as much as you know you would hope um the gay community is still struggling a lot when it comes to basic things like healthcare and wanting to get married and having kids and adopting or traveling <laughs> um <laughs> All over the world, it's really difficult for some people. Some people, it's perfectly fine. It's easy, you know? But um, there are people in the community who need help. And a future where everyone is accepted and it's not seen as something weird and unnatural, creepy, gross, whatever. Uh, it would be... <laughs> It would, it would be a big deal. It would yeah. be a, a drastic change in, in our reality, and it's what we need to see. Yeah. So, uh, there you go. Just want to make a quick note. Um, also, <clears throat> Tabby said she felt a little uncomfortable um, 
plugging her own stuff. So guess what? I can plug it for her, and it would be fine. You can follow Tabby on on TikTok at Tabby underscore cat13. And you can find Max at Fallout9 on TikTok. <laughs> and she is also, Tabby is also on Instagram, Lunar Fairy Cosplay. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Judging Nerd Culture. I'm Ollie. And I'm Jess. And today we're talking about gays. <laughs> I'm talking about, about the gays. Uh, seeing as Jess and I uh, consider ourselves to be some, uh, we wanted to talk about Pride Month. And uh, instead of doing anything too uh, detached and high-minded, we decided a more... A way we would enjoy it more would just be to talk to some people who are close to us and see uh, how their experiences with their uh, sexual identity, <laughs> yes, sexualities uh, came to be and how that all went and share our own. Uh, so, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this little chat more than anything. Uh, we're not going to be, you know, judging Pride Month because that's a wild thing to do. <laughs> Except for we can judge the super straights. Super straights. Fuck them. <laughs> okay. Um, well, Tabby and Max, would you like to introduce yourselves? Uh, sure. Hi, I'm Tabby. This is my fiance, Max. Hi. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, uh, what am I doing? You're the one who wrote down the questions. <laughs> okay. Well... I have a few questions here, only like five or so, but they're pretty broad. Um, so my first one was just, uh, when you were figuring out your sexuality, did it happen gradual? Like, was it little by little you kind of started realizing things? Or was it like, did it hit you like a bus? Like, were you like, oh, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm not straight. All of a sudden, like you, of just a sudden. you just wake up one morning and you see everything in rainbows. <laughs> <laughs> you woke up one day and realized, oh no, I tan too much. Now I'm a gay. <laughs> I'll let you first. So for me, it was um, a little more gradual coming to the realization of it. Um Realizing that I just wasn't into just male or female it didn't really matter to me at one point. Uh, really, because it off as casual dares at some point with a bunch of friends of mine, where literally we were thirteen, fourteen, we're like, "Hey, I dare you to literally," and I'm not sure how much I'm allowed to say right now. <laughs> you can you can yeah. say eat what? ass, suck a dick, <laughs> uh, anal gobbling someone. I don't care. <laughs> don't do that last one. That don't put glass in someone's butthole. <laughs> All right. So, um, first night I finally realized that I kind of enjoyed it was um the night that um I just blew off four of my best friends. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what are what are friends for? You know. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> so Max, the thing I like most about that is just that you're like, well, 
I didn't really know, uh, you know, if I was gay or not. And then I sucked all all my friends off, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm gay." Like that's <laughs> such a leap. That's such a <laughs> you went from step A to step Q real quick. <laughs> I respect it. Then there's me who was so far in denial. I, it literally took me up until about six months ago to realize that I was pan, even though I've pretty much been in love with another girl pretty much the past like two years i was really far in the the denial because i i knew that i had liked another girl for a very long time and max knew about that and my best friend knew about that and she swore up and down since i met her i was not straight and it took up until about six months ago before you were before you came to that realization but you were having like those ideas of like, well, she's, that girl's something. How did you rationalize that, just out of curiosity? Um, I didn't. I didn't know how to deal with it because I knew I really liked that person and I, I thought that person was very attractive and just thought it was a one-off thing. And it was only that one person up until I had met one other person after. I was just curious because I know I've I've talked to people who are mm-hmm. like I'm the straightest person on earth, but wow, they're they're crazy hot. I'm very <laughs> attracted to them. Like that. What do you mean? That's not exactly straight. Yeah, yeah. I've <laughs> I haven't realized it though because Max and I literally would check out the same genders when we would go to the mall, and I I still would claim straight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've known people who are like. If I were gay, I would totally have a girl crush on uh, <laughs> the lead singer from Evanescence. Or I had I had a girlfriend in high school, but I wasn't really into it. And yes, I would screw her. <laughs> I mean, Evanescence, come yeah, on. Yeah, Evanescence. Um, <laughs> Ali, do you want to share yours? Sure. Do you want to answer the question? I would love to answer the question. So my answer comes with... Um, weirdly young uh sexual exploration uh well i mean kids don't really think about that sort of thing well yeah of course not but point is uh when i was like very little like single digits five six years old for some reason my friends and i would play games like truth or there that led to what we would also call sicko time because we knew it was uh according to the christian roots of the entire america wrong and all we would do is just pee-pee touch for some reason. Yeah. And I don't understand why. <laughs> it was just a thing. And I remember someone, some adult, caught us. And everyone got into real big trouble. And that was the first moment where I was like, well, I'm not gay. I don't want to be in trouble. <laughs> and uh, so that, I'm not gay. I don't want to be in trouble. Basically, it was the baseline for, for my sexuality <laughs> for a long time. Uh, and as it progressed into like high school, middle school, high school area, I felt a little like attraction here and there to certain people. Uh, and it sort of culminated with the, this boy that I met in high school who I was actually pretty attracted to. Uh, and things did not go well. They made uh, an advance that I was not prepared for. And it made me very scared and uncomfortable until uh, later on in like, honestly, like college years where I was like, well, I don't think I really care if they're a man or not. I just like certain feminine qualities and 
I like these things in people, and a lot of times that's definitely not some uh, qualities in a woman. So I slowly shifted towards being well, not straight, <laughs> and uh, eventually I just kind of found personally I, I live myself as bisexual. I found that that label fits me in the way that I describe it. I've always described it as being attracted to my gender and to not my gender. And I know that that argue people argue about that all the time, but I don't give a fuck. It's my gen- it's my <laughs> sexuality, so fuck off, everyone. Uh, wow, aggressive. <laughs> I am an aggressive man. <laughs> but what I mean by that is just like, even if that isn't the even if that isn't the agreed upon definition by everyone, even though it is one of the more popular ones, uh, it doesn't really matter if whatever. If, if it feels right. Yeah. Either way, I'm willing to suck dick, and that's what really matters. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're really talking about today. Uh, Subject of today: Are you willing? <laughs> uh, but but yeah, so it it was weird because at points in my life where I not so much experimented, but at least felt or had some sort of connection to. Uh, a gay sexual experience or gay uh, emotional experience, it was always undercut by some sort of uh, authority or some sort of negative uh, interaction that led me to just kind of push it away until later on. And weirdly enough, being with you and being in like in college and just being out being, and about, being with me, Jess, um, not being with yes, yeah, being... we are in a group <laughs> in, being... in a group relationship. Uh, yes, being specifically with Jess, just because, uh, despite us being a very heteronormative outward relationship, it was very, uh, willing to explore into other sexualities and it helped me kind of, uh, publicly define my own sexuality, which is very nice. Mm-hmm. And it's weird. Dating you made me gayer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, when I was in, um, middle school and high school, my whole career, I only probably dated, like, three people, three boys. Um, and each time, they, afterwards, they would come out as not straight. Like, some some form of gay. And so my friends would always joke that, like, oh, there was something wrong with me, you know, because it was Cause, cause the good old days. Um, good and old days. so they would they'd joke that, you know, I would, I just made guys gay. Um Unfortunately, Ali is just gay enough. <laughs> just gay enough. <laughs> just yeah. straight enough too. <laughs> uh. <laughs> you guys on a strong level because one, Ali, I relate to you because being with Max made me realize my sexuality. And Jess, I had a same scenario. <laughs> I had either had Every guy had been wanting to come out as gay or come out as bi. And everyone thought it was me. So I understand. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly think that there, I think there's a thing to this. Because if you, if you look over, if you look over my past relationships, if you Facebook search my <laughs> ex-girlfriends, a staggering, truly unprecedented percentage of them are either very gay or not even women anymore meaning i feel like there's something in us when we're when we are queer that 
kind of senses the queerness in someone else and is like, you. Yeah. I might jive with you. Yeah. I'm comfortable with you. <laughs> I, I feel like that has to yeah. be a thing. And like, when you're that young, you know, those feelings can get confused as like romantic or like I want to date you feelings and not just some, for some reason, we go well together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I, I I feel that. I feel like that's definitely a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Um, so my my next question was, how do you feel when you realized it? Like, did, were you accepting of your sexuality, or was it like a? Were you angry about it? Were you like I know Tappy? You said you were in denial, but once you actually finally realized it, were you like, okay, I. I'll work with this. <laughs> I'll work with this. <laughs> I'll work with this. More of I did accept it because I claim demisexual and pansexual, but I'm more panromantic and demisexual. Demisexual is where you don't have a sexual connection with someone unless you have a strong emotional connection prior. And that's where my sex life has been a lot harder in any either girl, male, whatever because it's just not there unless the emotional side is there. And so it really didn't make sense to me until I realized that I was clicking with my friend. And that's why. (laughs) (laughs) I realized Pan because the gender had no play in it whatsoever. Yeah. Um, when I finally came to the realization, I guess, um, cause mine was also pretty gradual and up and down and roller coaster ride-esque. Um, I went through a lot of like, oh my God, I'm like, this is so sinful. Like, this is bad. <laughs> I can't do this to like, it's not that bad. Like, it's, it is what it is. That's how we're made. Um, but yeah, I, um, now that I've accepted my, uh, sexuality, I am happier. It's, it's easier now. <laughs> Very much so. You know what's funny? I, I, I've always, even when I was like, eh, I'm, I'm, I'm a straight man. Even back then, I was always one hunt, like, strongly pro-gay, very aggressively pro-gay. Everyone should be gay. <laughs> to Because <laughs> that's just who I was. Um, and I think coming to sort of the acceptance of my own sexuality was just kind of like, nice, cool. <laughs> I, I was right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ooh, here's a good one. Is there, this is the one that I wrote down, but I've just thought of it. Uh, um, So... In your past, you know, whether it be when you were 12 or 17 or, like, six months ago, um, is there a specific moment that you look back on and you're like, hmm, man, I should have known. I should have known then. (laughs) So, I would say mine wasn't a definitive date, but a uh, more so a time span. Um probably between 2013-2015 era. It should have hit me a lot sooner than it did, simply due to the fact that I was looking around and seeing 
she's pretty good looking, but um, the dude she's with us too. <laughs> it's so, it's so weird, isn't it? Like looking back at some of the things that you used to do before you realized, and being like, well, I mean, it was pretty obvious. Like, um, <laughs> I went through a span where. Uh, my mom really wanted me to date one of my friends. Um, he, he's still one of my best friends, but, um, she wanted me to date him. His grandparents wanted me to date him. Um, and at one point I told her like, Hey, stop asking me all these questions about him and boys and everything. (laughs) And she just got so frustrated and she was like, what? Are you a lesbian? And I got, like, instinct. I got really scared. And I was like, no, ew. <laughs> like, I was so, so worried that, like, I, I didn't even know what I was worried about at the time. Because I, at the time, I was like, gay is bad and makes me uncomfortable. Um, But I also had the biggest thing. This is embarrassing, but I'm going to say it anyway. I'm going to reveal my truth. Um... I had the biggest crush on Amanda Bynes, and she's the man, and (laughs) I said it was fine because she dressed up like a boy, so I was still straight. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, when she looks like a boy, it's totally straight. It's fine. She looks nothing like a boy, though, (laughs) in that movie. (sighs) Yes, I can somewhat I can somewhat relate to that because actually, even to this day, since I'm technically not out to my mother yet, I actually still get asked that question of, um, "You're not gay, are you?" <laughs> that question to this day, and he's with a woman, <laughs> and she, she's been asking that question ever since 2010. Man, yeah, yeah, I feel that. If I if I weren't married to Ollie now, I would probably still be getting those questions. If I wasn't getting married to Max, I'd probably be with a woman. <laughs> yeah. Um, Man, so know, yeah, you go, Ollie. <laughs> I was just gonna say, Max. This is this one's well, actually, this is, this is directed to everybody, but uh, I I do like men, but I typically don't like very masculine men just because. Excessive masculinity is not something I'm a big fan of. I've never been a part of it myself. I'm not particularly hyper-masculine. Except for, you know, every once in a while, I was like, I want to arm-wrestle someone. I want to throw an axe. You know, like real dumb stuff every once in a while. But, like, never like, I'm a man. <laughs> Just like, I want to do something stupid. <laughs> but uh I've never, you know, I've been attracted to it either. And uh when now that I'm more attracted to you know what I to what I see and what I do and just trying to accept it, I've noticed that like I'll look at a guy and be like he's attractive, but I God I don't want to know anything about him because men on average suck. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to reconcile that. See, mine's really funny because. I was, I want to say either a freshman or, or I think I was a, no, I had already had my first kiss, so I would have to say I was junior. And I don't really talk to this person anymore, unfortunately, just because we grew apart, but I was, at the time, my best friend's first kiss. And she was female. 
Now, I enjoyed it. And I, I, I chopped it up to, I wanted to be her first kiss so she didn't lose that experience to someone that would break her heart. Mind you, I still believe that. But I enjoyed it and I didn't, and I should have realized it that, but I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) The mind plays tricks on you. Mm -hmm. I think probably when I should have, one of the, one of the many times I should have realized it was when I was like, I don't know, 15, I was looking at weird porn on the internet and it was furries, but you know, it was very gay. And I was like, it's furries, it's drawn, it's, it's hentai, it's whatever. There's nothing gay about that. (laughs) It's a cartoon. (laughs) I feel like you, if you watch hentai, you're not straight. (laughs) 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 You're at least a little, at least a little. (laughs) So straights can't watch hentai? (laughs) No, the straights cannot watch hentai. Uh. <laughs> oh, man. My best friend had always told me that I wasn't straight. And she's also like, you enjoy Yuri and Yaoi. Like, you're somewhere in the spectrum. And she's been telling me that literally since, I think, 2014 when I met her. And, yeah, Pretty much within the first year of us knowing each other, she was telling me that I was not straight in some form of matter. <laughs> Honestly, almost everyone I've ever dated at one point or another has told me they thought I was gay before we started dating. Which is funny because they still dated me, but that's not really the point. <laughs> <laughs> the point is I got that that sort of uh, affirmation of like, are you, are you sure? All the fucking time. <laughs> How many times have I told you if you weren't with me, I would question your sexuality? At this point, usually. <laughs> <laughs> um. So my the next question I had written down, and um, we've already kind of skimmed it a little, but coming out. So, um, I haven't. <laughs> I mean, I guess now I kind of have. Like, I have to you guys. I have to basically the world except for immediate core family um for many reasons that i imagine a lot of people can relate to but um they are not too hot on the gays um they're very religious very conservative um and i know that coming out to them would upset a very fine balance that we already have um (laughs) so i have not come out to anyone um i would like to i would like to come out to my family because i want them to know the full me but at the end of the day i know sometimes you just don't you just don't need to <laughs> like it's okay to keep that to yourself and to the people you want to share it with like who or who you need to share it with um keep that as like a special thing i suppose um ollie Mm-hmm. Have you come out to oh. anyone or to your family? Uh, every anyone who knows me knows uh, I I'm not straight. Everyone knows I'm bisexual or what have you. Um, aside from my mom and dad, and that's for similar reasons, but mostly just because there's no point in telling them. I don't really tell them much about my personal life, uh, and I never really have. 
And I don't know why exactly, but I just haven't. And I know for a fact that it's a thing that if it comes up, it'll cause annoyance. And it's not like I'm like, well, I don't want to be shunned or disowned or whatever. It's just I don't want to. I don't want to fucking deal with it. Yeah. It's going to be annoying and stupid. I think that's okay. Yeah, and like if at one point we get a boyfriend and start dating, and it becomes very serious. Like, yeah, I'll tell them. But right now, cool. I'll tell them. They'll be like, you're not. Gay, you're dating a woman. It's like yeah, exactly. I guess exactly. that was pointless to tell you then. Yeah, it's, it's yes, I agree. Right now, it's pointless for my parents to know as well. But um, Tabby and Max, um, have you two come out to your families or to anyone um, important to you? Yes, um, <laughs> I go closeted to most of my for reasons of my dad's side is very, very religious. Um, so most of them do not know. My dad does know. He didn't. He took it better than I expected. He wasn't happy, but he did it. More along the lines of, I'm a with a man, I am marrying a man, that's all that matters to him. My mom, however, heard me out, listened to me, and I told her the way I saw it was I was blessed with the ability to love without walls, without judgment, and she thought it was not going to be the world. I was happy with that, and I loved it. I was very fortunate. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm glad that you're able to come out like that. What about you, Maxi boy? So, I am to those that are close to me, friends mostly only. Um, we have yet to come out to any family members at all. Uh, most of my family is fairly religious. Um, not, my family is very accepting when it comes to, hey, you can be over there and be gay. You're cool over there. Well, 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 also one of them trans. trans as well, which my mom is very accepting of him now, for the most part. But still calls him by their original name. Yeah, which we I, try to get her back out of. Oh, I correct her all the time. And the only reason why I haven't thought is because he still believes in a lot of older, more healthy time is also very religious. A lot religious. You probably would actually cut off the patient. Oh yeah, I'm good on your parents never knowing. <laughs> no. I think it's hard sometimes. Um, especially when you see there's there's a lot of folks who have come out to their parents and or loved ones, and it's gone so well and, like, so beautifully. Um, but then you see some people who it's, like, completely broken off that relationship. And so you never know, really, how they're going to take it until you decide to do it or not. Um, but it's... I, I, hmm. I feel like... I have a hope for our generation and for the one after us that 
it won't, like, coming out won't be a thing, you know? Like, it won't be something you'll have to do. It'll just be like, oh, mom, dad, I brought home my partner. And it's like, yeah. okay, sure, whatever, <laughs> you know? No stigma. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think the only fear a child, a child should have in terms of the romance is to bring home literally anyone, because, dear God, Having a relationship is horrifying. Everyone's <laughs> going to get hurt. Everyone's going to cry. And I don't want to fucking deal with that shit. But, Ali, you have to agree. If your kid is straight, you're going to be a little disappointed. Uh, if they're completely straight, quote unquote, <laughs> I will be exceptionally disappointed. Yes. <laughs> Listen, I, I, everyone says unconditional love for everyone, for your children, or whatever, but I have conditions. If they can't be a full on jock. Fuck that shit. I can't deal with that. I don't know how to take care of a jock. They <laughs> <laughs> can't be completely straight. Cause that's wild. Yeah, being straight, that's weird. Before Max and I started dating, like before he got into college and met all of them, he was literally that. He was a jock. I'm not gonna jack, you know. I played multiple sports, so I I I, I came from that technically, but you know. Hey, you can be, you can dip in, you can dip your toe in the jock pool. I used to do wrestling and whatnot, which let's, that's just a quick reminder, the gayest sport yeah, let's, to well, ever let's, exist. Mabel. Um, let's be honest though. Um, a boy's locker room is one of the gayest, <laughs> one of the gayest things. Yeah. Not at all. Mabel wants to say hi. Pretty kitty. Oh, she's gonna ruin the song. Maple, stop <laughs> rubbing on the microphone. <laughs> she's purring. She likes it. Nurse. Uh, oh, oh god. <laughs> I think your cat is telling you she's coming. <laughs> okay, okay, we're good. We're good. Fucking cats, man. No respect. <laughs> so, since um, I guess accepting the fact that you know, you're part of the community and coming out to the people who matter. Um, has life changed at all? Like, improved? Or has it, you know, stayed the same? Gotten worse? Not too much. It makes me a little more sad now that I've accepted it, though, because, like, I want to be able to, like, fully, like, express myself. And, like, on Facebook, I still can't. But, I mean... I have some outlets. Like I, I have full ability to express myself through my TikToks and my Instagram. Well, for the most part, on Instagram, you have, I have some of your family. I have found bliss of being able to express myself through my TikTok. Yeah, um, I kind of relate to that in the fact that, um, like on Facebook, it's I don't do anything. Like, sometimes I'll put, you know, a funny political post or something, but I never go, like, too deep into um, things that I actually do or, like, anything I have to say about my life. Um, But Instagram, I feel better about because nobody in my family follows me on there. Um, And when it comes to the podcast... Like, they, 
they were like, oh, we're, we're so happy you're doing a podcast. Like, we'll listen to it. We love it. But, you know, like, they, they don't. <laughs> you know they don't because... Otherwise, they would have said something. Yeah, shit. otherwise they would have been like, hey, I like this episode where this happened. But um, the only people in my family who listen to the podcast or watched our YouTube videos were my nephews. And honestly, they're the only ones who I'm like, yeah, little man. Your aunt is this way. <laughs> it's okay. Well, someone um, in their life has to be like, hey, you know, if you happen to be gay, it's all right. Come live with me. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, life hasn't changed that much except for being more okay with who I am. And I think being with Ollie and being able to explore this part of me made me a better person because now I can see things from different people's point of view um i have lost friends not because of the not because of being gay but because of like just getting older and growing um but their opinions on homosexuality has vastly changed since um we were younger and so it's just like looking back it's like okay if we met today we definitely wouldn't be friends (laughs) Ali, has your life changed at all? Oh no, I, I I'm just continued to be me. Uh, the only difference is again, I'm just uh, make more gay jokes and accept <laughs> yeah. they're different. Yeah, it's like oh, I'm I'm a part of a fun new community. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, that's not true. Sometimes I'm more angry, and not because uh, of whatever, but just like when, especially when you're bi or pansexual or something along the spectrum of queerness that isn't. You know, the big boys. <laughs> like, the big boys. <laughs> yeah, the big corporations. The big gay. The LGBT. <laughs> even then, the BT doesn't really get a whole the lot. BT. Right? Yeah. Anyways, uh, when when you are specifically uh, pansexual or bisexual or maybe uh, asexual when, when a lot of times. When you're a subclass. <laughs> when you're a subclass <laughs> gay. Uh, there's a lot of, like... Like weird hate from other gays, where it's like you you guys get discriminated against. How the fuck are you about to be discriminated against someone right now? Yeah, like this makes no fucking sense. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you're not really gay. You're dating a dude, or you're not really gay. You're dating a chick, or like once you do, you know, end up with a woman or whatever. So it's like, ah, you're finally admitted you're yeah. a lesbian. It's like, you nah, chose bitch. finally, yeah. Like I, I hate that shit. I've been blessed because, like, like I said with my TikTok, I haven't seen that side of the spectrum of the hate. However, I have, on the other <clears throat> hand, a lot of other women that have come to me, like, like, like late teens, like nineteen, eighteen, and be like, "Hey, I think I'm pan," or "Hey, I think I'm bi." How did you figure this out? And it's been really cool. It's been a cool process to get to talk to people, get their experiences and try to help them in their journey of trying to figure themselves out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I have one more question. It's kind of a, a generic question that, I don't know, you've probably heard a gazillion times, um, but... <clears throat> 
If we were still teenagers, what would you tell yourself? Like, is there something specific you'd want to tell them when it pertains to sexuality? Honestly, if I had to tell my teen self what you go, what he would go through and the things he'd figure out, I would say, take it easy. Don't be crazy about it. Just enjoy the time. Like, figure things out as you go. But take it easy next time. <laughs> <laughs> that seems fair. Take it easy. Take your time with how you learn things, because sooner or later, coming at you a little too fast and. If you take it too fast, you'll, you may like it, but it, it might hit you a little harder than you think. That's fair. Yeah, <clears throat> totally fair. Um, Ollie, anything you'd like to say to your, your 16-year-old self? Honestly, it would just be a roadmap <clears throat> of, uh, yes, date that one, no, don't date that one, yes, no, yes, no, actually try that one for once, you know, that sort of thing. Just a, just a guide. <laughs> like, like an old Pokemon guide, except for who to date and when. <laughs> I think mine would be, there's nothing wrong with you, because I, for the longest time, was told that there was something wrong with me, because I didn't have sexual urges as a teenager. I never thought I'd ever have sex. Ever. I never thought I'd ever feel anything. I thought it was because of my disability. And I would say, learn your worth before you jump into things. Because I went through a lot of physical and emotional abuse as a teenager and did not realize it until I got into my 20s. I think I would tell 16-year-old me to uh, try to be happier and have more courage to do the things that I wanted and was scared to do. Um, and not to worry about other people and just to focus on my own well-being and my own happiness, even if it came to my parents. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We got deep there at the end. Oh, no, I just said I would make a roadmap. Well, me and Tabby got deep. <laughs> like I said, I was gonna plead the fifth in that one. I knew where that one was gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I just never, I never hit that. It's that feeling of ah, it, it feels wrong to be gay. It was just always every time that I did something related to queerness, it it had a there was a very negative response. Mm -hmm. So it sort of, <clears throat> I don't know, linked in my mind as like something I don't want to experience. And once that got past that, it, was, it wasn't that much of a thing. Like, I never really experienced that, mm, uh, it's gross that I'm gay, or it's immoral, or mm -hmm. this or that. It was just, <clears throat> I was uncomfortable, and then uh, it, was, it wasn't uncomfortable. It was relaxing. So, I, it's just different strokes, I suppose. Different experiences. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we don't have any more questions that she wrote down, and we are running up on 30 minutes now, so <laughs> we don't want to take too much longer. But uh, I just wanted to ask you guys before you left, uh, before we before we wrap up, wrap up uh, now that you know the world is moving towards more acceptance of of queerness in general, where do you hope to see you know 
this progress go? Because I know there's a lot of things that have been changing and a lot of great changes have been made in terms of acceptance, in terms of uh, representation. But it also feels like there's a lot that is being masked. Like there's a lot of like, well, we accept queerness, but only during June, you know? There's a lot of stuff like that. And I was just wondering, where do you hope to see uh, sexuality and gender go into the future? I just want people to be accepted for who they are. I've, that's all I've ever wanted, even outside of gender. And all I've ever wanted. I never... I was raised by a lot of judgment and racism. And honestly, I did not learn that from the people that I was experiencing it from. I've never seen walls, and I wish people would be the same. Yeah. I would say, honestly, the biggest thing I'd want to see, at least as far as the future goes, is... Like that, that I want. I just wish people to be as they are, to be accepted as who they are. It doesn't. It shouldn't matter who you are. That all that matters that you. Are. One, it shouldn't matter. Who you are. And I just want to be able to wrap my flag and be happy about it. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want just to see a corporate flag thrown in there once a month and be like, "Hey, we support you guys." And people making money on it. I hope that in the future we go towards, and this might be uh, not controversial, but something that might make people unsure or uncertain or whatever, but I hope we progress towards a diffusion of LGBT in general, away, going away from like, this is my title, this is my identity or, or whatever, and more towards a diffusion of those desires. Like, I'm not bisexual. I like these things and these things. What I am is irrelevant. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's good or I'm not saying having an identity is bad. I love having my identity. I, I love people love having their own. I just think a future where your identity is just your you, who you are and what you do and your sexuality is whatever you happen to look at at that moment and enjoy. I think that's a more accepting well realistic and also accepting uh form of sexuality and gender Mm -hmm. and just experiencing life although that's not going to happen for a long 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 time because people are fucking weird well yeah but like for me i think knowing that there's a word for it or like knowing what it is is easier for me than just being like oh it's up in the air um like i like knowing that like i can say i am a bisexual lady <laughs> you right. know other than like i, I don't know <laughs> uh, and, and that's important because right now we need that right now we need identifiers because people sometimes don't know what they are yeah and they are it's almost it's almost like we need for you to have a label so we can feel comfortable around you well yeah you also it, it for for some people yeah to for the world to feel comfortable around them but also some people need it to feel comfortable themselves because mm-hmm. Everything around them is different or has a certain uh, oh. understanding of a norm, and they themselves don't fit that. So the only way they can feel normal is to find a community 
that has taken on a similar structure, a similar uh, identification. That way they can find their normal. It gives them an explanation of that they, what they can feel, what they feel is normal to it. Some form of standard. Yeah. And the only way that's ever going to not be a necessity is if normal is just nothing. There is no specific normal, which isn't going to happen. Like normal is everything. (laughs) Exactly. And that's not going to happen until we break down a lot of other (laughs) social (laughs) barriers. Reach. But yeah, that I just wanted to ask about that just because there, there's a lot uh, that could be improved with, within the community, with the way the community is seen in, in society, (laughs) quote unquote. Uh, And uh, I know that my personal view of the future Sometimes people don't exactly jive with, but that's still what I want. Another thing I hope is at some point we can get to a standard of not having to sexualize people for their sexualities. Because that is a thing, and it's quite awful sometimes. Yeah. I agree. Like, oh, this person, it's only okay for them to be uh, trans or a lesbian or gay if I can, like, get off to it. And then when I'm done, it's gross, it's weird, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, like... That comes from a disabled pansexual woman, so I, that's why I stated that. (laughs) Right. No, every, every single sexual desire you have is disgusting, and we should be ashamed of all of them, not just very specific ones. <laughs> that's, the, that's the future I want. Everybody to be disgusted with themselves all the time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, nah, I love sex. I think it's great. <laughs> I, not even in like a, ooh, sex, but in like a, I think it's a cool hobby. It's a sport. Like, I think some of the, we- I think some of the really, like, industrial, no, that's Industrial. <laughs> no, that's the wrong word. <laughs> that is the wrong word. Uh, some of the more uh, quirky, some of the most uh, more less known kinks, some of the ones that people have to get a little uh, industrious, you know, have to figure out a way to make it work, I think are really interesting and really neat, and I just like to hear about them and learn about them. Uh, so I, I love sex, even in a non-sexual way, and just like a, this is a hobby, and I like it kind of yeah. way. <laughs> People are interesting in that way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what are you guys talking about? Sports. <laughs> <laughs> the industry. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, I got nothing else. You? Yeah. Um. That's it for me. You guys have anything you want to say or? We. You can plug your uh, TikToks. Yeah. You can plug anything you'd like. Even your butts. Um. No, I don't think so. I mean, I I, I feel awkward plugging things. So okay, I mean, it's great. This was a lot of fun, and we both really appreciated this. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. All right. <laughs> well, uh, uh, thank you everyone for listening, yeah. and we're glad you guys uh, came out yeah. on Facebook with us. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we hope everyone else has a good time coming out in general. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's June. It is time to get gay. So yeah, just uh, also be safe about it. That's all I got. Yeah. Uh. Bye bye. Bye. Love you. Bye.